Hello, beautiful listeners. Welcome to the Pink Moon Podcast. This is your hostess, Somni Rose. Welcome. Hello, beautiful listeners. Don't mind me today because I am doing laundry as you know we all have busy lives we can be podcasters youtubers tiktokers but at the end of the day there are so many chores to get done so allow me to do some laundry and i hope you find these sounds relaxing if you are new to the pink moon podcast this space is a little bit of asmr it's a quiet corner on the internet where you can just escape for a moment from that hectic day welcome beautiful listeners let's see today's uh, public service announcements i have a few things to mention today number one i want to apologize for the uh, technical difficulties from the previous episode red lights i'm not exactly sure what happened what caused those first 17 seconds of silence it's a mystery to me because i went back to my laptop i checked everything so i don't know maybe i was having my own red lights uh, situation there (laughs) and i went ahead and fixed it and i uploaded a new version however uh, because it does take a while for the information to update on all podcast platforms I think it took a while for the correct version to be uploaded. And again, I just want to apologize to you for any inconvenience I may have caused. Uh, Thank you uh, as well to all of you who reached out to let me know that there was a technical uh, issue. And I didn't hear anything back after that. So I'm hoping that the new version of the episode is out on all the platforms. And speaking of which, uh, item number two, I want to say thank you to each and every one of you for making episode uh, 33, I believe that's number 33, Red Lights. It was the most downloaded episode in the history of the Pink Moon podcast during its first week of publication. So that's a new record for me. Thank you very much. And I think it's a good sign that you enjoy my film commentaries. Uh, This is the second one I've done. Uh, The first one I did was the film Closer. So if you enjoyed Red Lights, you can also check out that episode. Uh, That would be um, episode number 29, and it's a film commentary of the 2004 film. So there's that. Thank you very much. Number three, I want to congratulate and give a shout out to Emma Whispers Red. I'm sure many of you have heard the news, but in case you haven't, there's a new ASMR documentary that is going to be premiered this week. The dates are November 15th and November 16th. The film is called The Kind Stranger, and it stars, I believe, three ASM artists. So I'm going to uh, read the description of the film, and this is coming directly from the website, from the uh, producers. And it reads, Manu from Finland, 
Emma from Britain and Charlotte from the U.S. are ASM artists, part of a worldwide community of millions of people. They make popular YouTube videos that imitate human connection, gentle whispers, tender hand movements, caring role plays. For Manu, the videos are a way of finding his place in the world. Charlotte sees herself doing service and Emma looks at the camera as a mother. They all were once helped by the ASMR community and now they want to give something back. So the uh, directors of the documentary are Sini Hormio and Anu Silfverberg. I hope I pronounced those names correctly. If I didn't, my apologies. And if you can let me know how to uh, pronounce them correctly, that would be extremely helpful. I'm always learning new things. So the film is going to be premiered at Doc NYC. This is in New York City. It's going to take place on November 15th and you can purchase tickets. Also, there's going to be an online screening, which I believe takes place from November the 16th all the way to November the 26th. You can buy those tickets as well. However, you can only buy the tickets if you are in the United States. Sadly, because I am in Canada, I'm not going to be able to see this film right away. So I'm just going to have to wait like the rest of us <laughs> once this film has premiered. So I wish Emma, Charlotte, Manu, the directors, everyone involved in this project all the very best. And I hope that this film is available for purchase on YouTube, um, maybe to stream it on Netflix. Who knows? I don't know what the plans are, but I'm really excited about it. I saw the um, trailer on Emma Whispers Red Instagram account and it is beautiful. It is truly the quintessential ASMR. I ended up having flashbacks to how ASMR was in the beginning, all those simple hand gestures and how crisp the sounds were, all of that. It, I think it's um, aesthetically a very beautiful and relaxing film, but I'm only basing my opinion on the trailer. So uh, again, I'm looking forward to it and all the best on this film. And lastly, I want to say that for any of you who are interested in supporting this podcast, you can find links on the show notes or anything that I talk about on the uh, episodes, any mentions and so forth. I usually leave additional information. So in case you are interested in doing your own research, you can check out the links and go from there. And one of the uh, quick ways that you can support this podcast is by leaving a five-star review, which can be done on Spotify, or you can write me a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever possible. Believe it or not, the reviews are helpful because number one, it lets me know and have a better understanding of the kind of content that you prefer. And number two, it opens other doors for me and it just helps promote the um the podcast and i mean it's amazing to see the number of countries and cities that the pink moon podcast has reached i mean these are countries i've never been to i don't know if i'll ever be there you know because life is life so it is extraordinary to think 
that my little podcast has reached those places on earth. It is unbelievable. So thank you to each and every one of you, my beautiful listeners. Padiush and Payush. What do those two words mean? Well, they are two ways that you can say thank you in the Nahuatl language. And well, today's episode is focusing a lot on gratitude. And I want to begin by saying thank you to all of you who sent me messages of support when I was focusing on my third exam. And I already mentioned this on other episodes, but I really wanted to say it again. Thank you for your encouraging messages. I got my diploma and I will share that with you on my Instagram account so that you can check it out. Sometime in the future, I am thinking of printing my diplomas with a nice frame, but for now, it's just the uh, digital version that I have. Now, the other thing I want to thank you for is the GoFundMe campaign that I was administrating on the behalf of my teacher, Hector Martinez. His school is Dimumashtiga Nahuatl. So the GoFundRaiser campaign uh, was to raise funds to pay for the classes for the month of November. And originally the goal was set at $3,000 Canadian. In US dollars, it's about $2,000 depending on the uh, exchange rate of the day. I'm not entirely sure what affects the exchange rate, but sometimes you can get a really good deal and sometimes you cannot. So why $2,000? Because the US dollar and Bitcoin are legal tender in El Salvador. And so the uh, elders in the community, they use cash. So that's why we were aiming for $2,000. Although we did not reach the goal, we came pretty close. And as a result, my teacher was able to use those funds to create a different type of education program for the month of November. So instead of offering language classes, he is going to be offering educational workshops that focus more on the Nawa culture. And the teachers are going to be the elders. So check that out. The fundraising campaign raised enough funds to provide a a salary, an income to five elders in the native Nahuatl community. Five, that's five people that get to have employment or some kind of um, part-time employment for the month of November. And that is all thanks to you. So the classes are free for the students, for anyone who wants to sign up. But the money is the salary for the elders. So thank you to each and every one of you who donated. I ended up uh, sharing the campaign on my social media platforms because you just never know who might be able to help or who might be interested in the uh, Nahuatl language and they want to support it in different ways. And I want to take this opportunity as well to thank you who left beautiful messages on the GoFundMe campaign. It really means a lot. So I want to thank the following countries and I don't want anyone to get jealous, (laughs) 
but there's a reason why I want to say these names because my goal and again this is my personal opinion whatever I say on my podcast is strictly my opinion it does not reflect any community that I may belong to and nor does it reflect my teacher's um, opinion as well the reason I'm mentioning these countries is because I would like to continue to establish friendships uh, collaboration with other countries because I want to know how you succeeded in helping your indigenous language to flourish without making it look like you were competing with another community with another language so the countries are Wales thank you so much for the support Ireland Scotland and Aotearoa also known as New Zealand I hope I said that correctly thank you for your encouraging messages and I stand with you in solidarity and so if you are new to the Pink Moon podcast and you're wondering about Nahuatl language and you're thinking what what is somebody talking about what what's going on here I invite you to check out episode 23 titled Ninawa, which means I am Nawa. And there I explain the history, a little bit about this language, and my personal experience with it. But here's a brief, uh, brief uh, summary. I am from El Salvador, and the Nahuatl language that I am referring to is the Salvadorian variant and it's my maternal language. Unfortunately, because of previous governments and their decisions that really hurt my community, this language was prohibited for a while. And so I did not get to learn this language as my first native tongue. And what's so interesting is that for the longest time, I felt like something was missing in my life. Even though I was born and raised in El Salvador, there was a part of me that just did not feel like it was home. It's kind of hard to explain, like to feel like something is missing in your own home. And the thing is that El Salvador does have its own version of diversity. And not every Salvadorian is going to identify as indigenous because maybe they know their family history and they have more European ancestry, whereas others, perhaps they have more African ancestry. Uh, But with me is indigenous, it's Native American. And so I spent many years looking for the streets, looking for the roads, to find my way home. And fast forward many years, I finally found my way home. And that was when I found the school, Timu Mashtiga Nahuatl, and started reconnecting with my roots. And I started to also learn about the culture. And it's so interesting how in some other languages, and I'm not sure if I'm translating this correctly, they say that the blood, the blood calls 
the blood calls. It sounds better in, in Spanish. That's where I heard it for the first time. And what that means is no matter how far away you stray from home or no matter if you are raised in a community that is not originally yours, you always know there's something in your body, in your spirit, in your mind, in your heart that is hearing the call from home. And so in Spanish, we say the blood always calls. It's like it hears that it's being summoned by something or someone or some place on earth. And well, I found my way home. And now that my classmates and I and other people that are joining our community are working on projects to continue to help the Nahuatl language flourish, I'm also asking myself a lot of questions. What's next? How do we make this a success? How do we do this? And that's the reason why I mentioned those four countries because I believe that despite of all the struggles that you have gone through, you have succeeded in preserving your language and promoting it. And you can correct me if I'm wrong in all of this. And so my dream, this is personal, my dream is I hope one day in El Salvador we have two official languages or at least three because El Salvador has gone through many positive changes as of late and it is growing and we are receiving more tourists and of course the business language is English. So I'm wondering if in the future El Salvador is going to be like Singapore where I believe they have three official languages and one of them is English. So in my mind, I see El Salvador as having three official languages, Nahuatl, Spanish, and English. But who knows? And the thing is that this is possible because countries such as Canada, they have two official languages. Countries like South Africa, they have, if I remember correctly, 11 official languages. 11. Can you imagine that? So if it's possible there, why not in El Salvador? And so this is the reason why I'm reaching out to communities like yours, the Welsh community, the Scottish community, the Irish community, and the New Zealand community, because I would love to hear about your projects and how you succeeded in making your languages flourish. Also, how did you build bridges so that other people who are not part of your community can feel comfortable and welcome to take part in your languages and your cultural activities. Because my end goal as well is to create spaces of cultural appreciation. Because in order for a language to flourish, it needs to get out there. And why is it so important? It, and I'm trying to explain this as best as possible. Why is this so important? Because a language is not just words. It's also the soul and the heart of a community. It's also the library of wisdom of any community. This is the reason why certain things cannot be translated from one language to another because it's not about words. 
not always. It's about a feeling. It's about a perspective on how to see the world. And I strongly believe after going through my intensive program in learning Nahuatl, that there's knowledge there that could make a contribution to the betterment of humanity. And Nahuatl is not the only one. There are many other languages that have this kind of wisdom. I mentioned in previous episode, there are words that the Nahuatl language gave to the world, such as tomato, chocolate, and avocado. That's just to name a few. That was then. Imagine now. If we continue on this road of education, of revival, and collaborating with other communities. So thank you, my beautiful listeners. Thank you so much. And this invitation is open to anyone who is listening to this episode and has any suggestions on how I should build my bridge, what color it should be, how wide it should be, what kind of materials I should use to make the best and strongest bridge to welcome many people. Because at the end of the day, I believe, and this is my opinion, that there's enough space on this planet for many languages to exist. I do not need to erase who I am in order for another person to exist. And the same goes the other way. No culture, no person, no language needs to disappear or diminish for mine to exist. Again, I'm focusing on gratitude and collaboration and friendship. So thank you very much, my beautiful listener, for all your support, for supporting my teacher, for supporting me, for supporting this campaign, because again, those funds went to help five elders, five. It really went far. And I will always be grateful for your generosity. And well, my beautiful listeners, that's the episode for today. I'm working on a new one, and it's going to be something brand new, something that has not been done on the Pink Moon podcast. I'm going to give you a, a hint of what it's about. It's related to music, and you and I are going to be heading to the United Kingdom. That's right. So take care, my beautiful listeners. As always, thank you, and whatever project you're working on, I wish you all the very best. Take care. Bye for now.